Welcome to the Hey Taylor podcast, where ambition is a gift, not a burden, where what you desire for your life is 100% possible, and where happiness and success can coexist beautifully. In this podcast, I'm bringing you casual conversations on deep alignment, self-mastery, and high performance. Each week, my guests and I will guide you to go big with your dreams and reconnect you to your infinite potential because I believe you deserve wild happiness and success in every area of your life. On this podcast, we don't shy away from the deep topics and tough love because we know that personal development isn't about going through life. It's about growing through life. And I'm your host, Taylor Thompson. I'm a high performance strategist, business mentor, multi-passionate serial entrepreneur, soon to be author, and your breakthrough personal development bestie. Pull up your note-taking app and let's unlock your next level of happiness and success. Your highest potential is waiting. One of the biggest questions I get asked is how the heck I schedule things and run my calendar. I just want to preface this with, I have figured out my own system and I think that's really important. So I'm going to share with you what I do. I'm going to show you, I'm going to tell you kind of some of my main setup and how I like kind of the lenses that I look at things through. And then also I'll kind of tell you a little more like step-by-step what I look at on a quarterly, monthly, weekly, and daily basis. I'm excited to do this for you guys. So I am guessing that I'm going to get a lot of questions around this, which is totally cool. If you have follow-up questions, like my DMs are totally open for you. Like you're here, you're listening to the podcast. You're my VIP, like we're BFFs. Just send me an uh, Instagram message and I'll answer your question. No big deal. Remember to take what you want and leave the rest. So this is going to be like half business, half personal. Uh, so first off, I batch my days. So I batch my days. This mostly applies to business, but also personal. So I'll tell you Mondays are content creation. So content creation is something that I'm really going to be ramping up in my business in Q, the end of Q2 and then Q3 and Q4 and beyond, like really going to start cranking out amazing content for all of you. So content creation really deserves its entire, an entire day for me. And I love doing this on Mondays because I feel really refreshed on Mondays and I don't schedule any meetings at all. I basically put my phone on do not disturb and I just go, I'm just like, I have everything all organized and click up and I just go like, great on, you know, next, 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 next. And I just feel in a creative flow. Tuesdays, I have meetings and podcast interviews, and I try not to have any tasks. Uh, I'm kind of in a weird season of business right now. You know, like I've mentioned on the podcast, I am just like in a season of healing. And so if I have some spillover from Monday into like Tuesday or Wednesday, I'm just like giving myself grace with that. But in a perfect world, I don't have any tasks on Tuesday. And I should have mentioned Wednesday. So Tuesday and Wednesday, I do meetings, podcast interviews, and ideally no tasks at all. The reason I do this is just to allow for some extra space in case things need to, things do need to spill into Monday or emergencies come up on those days. And also just from an energy perspective, if I'm showing up on a lot of Zoom meetings with either clients or doing the podcast interviews, all that kind of stuff, like 
I am not usually in the headspace or have the energy to complete a lot of tasks, nor do I have like the time, right? Because meetings and podcast interviews, all that kind of stuff, they take up bigger spaces in our calendar. So Tuesdays and Wednesdays, that's what I do. Thursdays are miscellaneous tasks. I have a Toastmasters group that I belong to. So I do that. And then I also run errands and groceries on Thursdays because I'm already out. I have a, uh, like a 30 minute, 35 minute one-way drive to Toastmasters. And then while I'm already in the city, I just run errands and, and get groceries and, and then come back. So then I have all that batched on one day. So I'm not having to go drive into the city or run around in my car multiple days a week. Fridays, I do my weekly flow routine for, I have a home and a digital version. So this is basically what I just call a weekly routine, but I love adding in the word flow. So this is like, so the home version is like laundry usually, um, depending on like what falls into that. Sometimes I do laundry on a different day. If there are things I need to do in the kitchen, like one of the things I love doing is like running through and double checking everything that's in the fridge or in the pantry or in like the freezer to see if anything's going to expire soon, then we can make sure to use that up soon. Things like that. I can do a whole other podcast episode on specifically really what goes into that. And then I have a digital version. So that's like looking at my calendar the next week. And, and I'll talk about that in a little bit too. So Fridays, weekly flow routine. I'm also in a season of lots and lots of travel. So a lot of times on Fridays I'm gone. Like we have, we will have like a flight on a Thursday or Friday. And, and sometimes that even bleeds into Mondays, but even if I'm traveling, if I'm able to work, like I love doing content creation, not in my home, just like in a really cool vibey place. So I I like to leave um, Mondays for work. So Fridays I keep a little bit open and also it's just like bonus time. So the rest of Fridays are bonus time, Saturdays and Sundays. I like to keep as bonus time. So this is to catch up on anything I didn't get done that week or to get ahead on anything for the next week or to pull things from my growth list. So if you listened to, I believe it was episode 20, like talking all about the overwhelm, I have a growth list that I don't actually assign to due dates to because I'm giving myself a lot of grace in the timeline of accomplishing those things. I'll pull from those if I have extra time and energy on those days. Okay. So I batch my days. And then also I look at everything through the lens of my menstrual cycle. So this was something that shoot. Now I can't remember. I am so sorry. I can't remember the podcast number. I think it was podcast 10 with Ash McDonald. And we talked about cycle syncing. Okay. I told, I, I totally do this. I do this with everything. So when it comes to my calendar, I really feel like that's the biggest piece of cycle syncing to me. There's so many different aspects of that, but the calendar is so amazing. So important. So for content days, like on Mondays, I brainstorm and plan during my menstrual phase. I outline and write during my follicular. I record during ovulation and I edit and schedule during luteal. I should have mentioned also with the cycle syncing, I would say that I stick to this about 80% of the time. And then there's 20% of the time where things just get pushed, rescheduled, changed, or there's just not a good day, like quote unquote synced, like best synced day for it to fall in my cycle. So it's not a hundred percent and that's okay. You don't need to be a hundred percent with it. I don't want to be a hundred percent restrictive with it either. 
So content, that's what happens. Actually, this episode I'm recording in my luteal phase. So I just didn't get to recording uh, during my ovulation phase. My ovulation phase this time actually fell over a weekend that we had people in town visiting us. So I just pushed into my luteal and I'm cool. <laughs> I took some nootropics, some beekeepers, naturals, uh, the be smart vial. I took some of that and some four sigmatic think mushroom elixir and I'm good. My brain's good. So I know for me, like luteal phase is when I start to get brain fog. So I usually don't like recording in that phase, but I'm good next meeting. So for those Tuesdays and Wednesdays, like podcast interviews, I try and do do during follicular and ovulation new clients. I actually also try and do new clients during follicular and ovulation, just because I'm learning so much about them that I like just being a little bit more on and having energy. If not, then I'll do new clients during menstrual because this is when our left brain and our right brain hemispheres are connecting, have the highest connectivity. So we're, it's really great to problem solve. I really, really try not to take new clients during luteal. I try if I don't have to, and then recurring clients, I take it any phase miscellaneous tasks really all depend on like what's needed of me. So in menstrual, I'll plan for like rest and some time for introspection. I'll do planning. I'll do reflecting. And I really try not to overschedule during menstrual for follicular. I'll focus on really important tasks, prepping for any like big projects or just like executing on big projects. Ovulation. I'll do lots more connecting with clients, connecting with my team for different things taking advantage of like speaking opportunities or other meetings that need to get scheduled. And then luteal, I really try as much as possible to take limited meetings during luteal. And I just do backend tasks, reorganization, some more introspection, tying up loose ends. So another thing too, with cycle syncing is when I get asked to schedule a meeting or a speaking gig or whatever, like if somebody comes to me and they're like, Hey, Taylor, can you you know, I would love to have you on my podcast. I would love to have you speak to my group. I would love to meet up with you. If they kind of leave it open-ended like that, if it's a yes for me, then I'll say, great, amazing. I'll look at my, my cycle and depending on what it is, I try and put it in the, you know, the best phase for that, the energy that I'm going to need, try and put it with that. And I kind of put it back on them and I say, amazing, you know, like, like my ovulation phase is uh, like on the 15th of whatever month, then I'll put it back on them and say, Hey, like does the 15th of this like day work? Um, so if there's some flexibility in that, I like doing that. Otherwise, sometimes people are like, can you come speak to my group on this day? And might be my luteal phase. (laughs) So that's actually happened. The last two speaking opportunities that I've had, um, for groups has been during my luteal phase and it's, it's been fine. It's been amazing. That's another thing that I love. Ash talks about, I think it's episode 10. If you haven't go back and listen to that cycle syncing episode with Ash McDonald. And that's one thing that she talks about is it's not, you know, about being strict with your like cycle and making sure everything fits, you know, the best or whatever is about really honoring where you're at in your cycle and the energy that you can bring to that thing. So those luteal phase speaking opportunities are not my highest energy of my cycle, but I just know there are some different tweaks and things that I can do to show up still as my best in my luteal phase. 
Cool. Okay. So another thing that I do with my calendar is I have these flow routines. So I have a morning flow routine, a midday flow routine, an evening and a bedtime. Morning is about an hour. Midday is about 20 minutes. Evening is about 10 minutes and bedtime is about 30 minutes. So again, this is kind of a whole other podcast episode, but I like having these. These are my times to kind of reconnect and do anything I need to do kind of for me. They're a little more me focused and also communication focused. I add in some communication elements to those as far as like midday and evening, I'll like check my text messages. So morning, you know, I mean, this also includes skincare too, and kind of moving my body. Like if I need to pick up the house, if I'm going to, you know, put a, you know, diffuser on or whatever. So for me, it's just kind of an opportunity to reconnect and set for the next phase of the day for me. So the morning gets me ready for the day, but also the morning, the midday gets me ready for the afternoon. The evening gets me ready for the evening. The bedtime gets me ready for sleep. So those are pretty set times. I have those just set in my calendar. And then also like moving and sweating. I set that in my calendar. It depends on the weather, what I do. This is why I like to call it move and sweat. I try and move my body, but I also want to sweat and detox. I have actually have been really liking the middle or late part of the day. I used to be a morning person. Like if it didn't happen in the morning, it didn't happen. I've really liked doing this around three or four o'clock. Again, it kind of depends on the weather, what I'm doing and maybe the time of day that I'm doing that. But About three or four o'clock, I like to move my body and sweat. This usually looks like getting out and walking. More times than not, it's walking and sauna. Sometimes it's weights and sauna. Uh, It Usually sauna is the sweat option for me. So I like doing that. And I have that set every day. I hit that probably 70 to 80% of the time. Again, This is not about being hundred percent perfect. It's really about allowing yourself some grace in this, but I love having all of this set up because when I have it set up and streamlined and organized, then I can hit it 70 to 80% of the time makes me, it makes it easier for me to actually do it instead of like, Oh, I only get to it like 10% of the time. So a couple of years ago, I was in Chattanooga, Tennessee with my biz bestie, Megan Reed. She was actually on podcast episode four and 18. We decided to take a week off from working in our business and go away to work on our business and really spend time connecting with ourselves, our why, and really think about what we wanted the future to look like. We were kind of feeling like we were on that hamster wheel and we just really needed to get away to think more clearly. After that week, we were blown away at how taking that time away completely skyrocketed our businesses. We literally got so many DMs from people asking if they could come along next time because they needed it too. From that week, the Hey Biz Besties retreat was born. The Hey Biz Besties Retreat is where female entrepreneurs and motivated women can come together, relax, recharge, build clarity in their businesses, and have fun. Last year, we hosted our first Hey Biz Besties Retreat in Nashville with 10 incredible women, and now we are expanding the retreat experience beyond belief. Join us this September in sunny Scottsdale, Arizona for private pool time, workshop and mastermind time, yoga, meditation, delicious food and drinks, and 
incredible connection with women, so many amazing late night talks, and even a day trip to Sedona for some hiking and exploring. We know how difficult it can be to pause, to take a step back, to relax, celebrate yourself, work on your business, and connect with growth-minded girlfriends. And that's what this Hey Biz Besties retreat is. You are 100% invited. We are so excited to hang out with you. Head to heybizbesties.com for more information and click RSVP and enter the promo code PODCAST200 for $200 off your registration. And yes, we totally have payment plans because we want this to be accessible for you. I am so excited and I can't wait to hang out with you in Scottsdale this September. If you've been following me for a while, you know that brain, gut, and immune health are so incredibly important to me and help me performing at my best. I'm always on the lookout for wellness elixirs and products to add to my routine that is easy, travel-friendly, and free of any Franken ingredients. One of my favorite brands has been Four Sigmatic, especially their elixirs. Their elixirs are adaptogenic, caffeine-free, and include extra wellness-boosting ingredients to help you feel your best, whether you're trying to think chill, defend, or perform. You can easily add this powder to your favorite coffee, tea, smoothie, or just in some hot water like I do and adding it to my multiple beverage collection. And their packets are so easy to travel with. I can use them in the airport hassle-free. You can use code HeyTaylor for 10% off your purchase at foursigmatic.com. Also the hours of the day that I'm working. So straight up, I didn't quit corporate to keep working eight to five Monday through Friday. I do not like that window Tuesdays and Wednesdays. When I take meetings, I actually do nine to 6 PM. Um, actually very, very soon. I'm going to make that from nine to 4 PM. And I really batch those two. So I don't like having lots of meetings randomly scheduled throughout the day. I try and butt them up against each other as much as possible for like brain space and energy. The other days I work on tasks, maybe like 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Then I move and sweat and shower. And then I work a little bit more. I make and eat dinner. And then sometimes I work after dinner. And I'm not ashamed of that. I'm doing that as a choice, usually to get ahead. So those are kind of the hours of the day that I work. And then also I have my ideal schedule set as a separate calendar in Google Calendar. So I can turn it on and off to see if I'm on track or not, which is really nice. So basically I go into Google calendar, I create a new calendar, I title it ideal schedule. Then I can turn it off when I'm looking at all of my other things, like my meetings, my work calendar, my personal calendar, all that kind of stuff. And then I can check the little box and turn it on and just kind of check against and make sure that I'm staying as close to my ideal schedule as much as I can. Cool. Okay. So a little bit of step-by-step planning. So let's talk about quarterly. So quarterly, and I should say this step-by-step planning isn't exact, but these are some things that I look at for quarterly, monthly, weekly, and daily regarding my calendar. Quarterly, personal life first. I didn't do this for a lot of years and it bit me in the butt. Literally still dealing with some of that burnout. So personal life first. So travel and family gets added in first. I usually do that actually for rolling 12 months. So every quarter, I still look at it over the rolling 12 months to see if anything popped up or anything needs to pop up. I also update my Calendly availability. So Calendly is my call scheduler that I use with clients um, so they can schedule on my calendar. And I update that availability 
So it's like, if I'm going to be out of town for an entire week in October, I need to scratch that out in Calendly. So I do that every quarter. Also, I update my ideal schedule because hashtag season of life, right? Seasons of life usually change every quarter. So I go into Google calendar, look at my ideal schedule, and I just move and shift things around and just keep that updated. Monthly, I watch my monthly astrology video. <laughs> so I, I follow Joseph P. Anthony. He's one of my favorites for astrology. I mean, there's lots of people that I would recommend, but I watch his videos every month for Aries. And I just like to see if there's maybe anything that's coming up. And so I watch that and that might impact my calendar a little bit. I'm not going to get too crazy with that, but if there's something that I can change or shift that might be better with my energy astrologically, then I'm going to do that. Also, I add in white space around travel days. So sometimes I do this quarterly as well. It just kind of depends when I know I'm traveling. So I add in white space in my calendar and then bonus. I also do that in my ClickUp in my task list too. I know that if I'm traveling home and we don't land on a Sunday night until like 10 30 PM, that means that by time we get our car and get home, it's going to be after midnight. So I know, I know that I just want white space Monday morning and usually I still will get up and work, but I want the ability and the space to sit and be, and to rest extra if I need it. So I love doing that. And then also leading up to travel, because I know sometimes it's last minute errands or packing takes a little bit longer or whatever it might be. So I've learned to add in white space around travel days. And that's been super important to me. Also, I update the next three months of my schedule with my cycle. So sometimes my cycle might vary, you know, by a couple days. So I might shift a couple things. So I just update that. Also, I schedule any appointments. So like hair appointments. Um, and some actually sometimes I do this quarterly. It depends what it is. Any hair appointments that I need, brow waxes, Brazilian waxes, my car serviced. I check in with myself energetically. Do I need to schedule a sound healing session? Do I need a Reiki or tarot session? Like what am I, what am I needing as far as like self and like self-care and energetic care? Also, um, I update, I see if there's like any upcoming birthdays or events and anything that I need to plan for those. If there's something that I might need an outfit for, or somebody's birthday that I want to get them an extra special gift that I need to order now so that it can get to me in like a week or two. And then I can repackage it and send it out on time. I also update Calendly availability again, monthly, because it's so important. I do not want to want people to schedule when they can't, because then I have to reschedule on them and it just creates chaos. Uh, if I have a flight, I will add in my calendar security or basically drive time going through security and boarding. This really helps me also work backwards to see when I need to leave for the flight. Usually I'm usually I'm flying with my husband more times than not. And he just like, gets there. I mean, we get to the airport so late <laughs> for me. I mean, we have always made it, but he's just like, let's get there 30 minutes before, or like 45 minutes before the flight, like basically 15 minutes before we board. I'm like, Oh my gosh, oh, stresses me out a little bit. But so if I'm flying with him, I, I just kind of let him 
do that. If I'm flying by myself, I like putting that in to just give myself a little bit of extra time weekly on a weekly basis. I have a better idea of my cycle so I can shift things around again. If I need to like any movement, um, sleep, if I need extra sleep during my luteal phase, if I can get by with a little less sleep during my ovulation phase food, if I want to update like our grocery list based on the cycle I'm going to be in or the phase of the cycle I'm going to be in. I also check the weather for outside time. Um, if I'm going to walk and, and also just kind of what to wear to kind of get an idea of what the week is going to do. Weather wise, I live in Missouri, the Midwest, the weather is different every single day. So also I'll schedule like hot yoga or dancing or cycling, or if there's like a fun fitness class I want to take, I rarely do those. Well, I mean, I go, I go to hot yoga pretty regularly, but some of the other things I rarely do, but I just check in with myself to see like, does this sound fun? Do I want to do this? I also schedule any, um, like a meditation dome appointments, biomat, salt chamber, hyperbaric oxygen, chiropractic adjustment with my husband, but I still like go to his office to do it. Things like that. I'll, I'll see when I want to do that. When I want to hang time, have hang time with some of my friends, I'll update Calendly again, I'll make sure that for anything that I have, that's not at home, I have drive time added into my calendar. And then if I do have a flight, I will add into my ClickUp to set a special alarm the day before to make sure that I check in. So that's, that's another thing I'll do. And from a daily perspective, I set alarms every night. I have alarms for waking up, meeting warnings, meeting wrap-ups, if I need to leave for anything and also to start the process, going to bed. So meeting warnings, I like, I will schedule an alarm to go off 10 minutes before the meeting. So when the alarm goes off, that's my warning. Hey, in 10 minutes, you know, like go to the bathroom, get a refill of water, prep for the meeting, whatever you need to do. I can hit snooze and it will come back in 10 minutes, which is the meeting time, which is super nice meeting wrap up. I will schedule that five minutes before the meeting is supposed to end. So then we can start the process of wrapping up and I'll hit snooze on that because it'll then alert me 10 minutes later, which is five minutes after the meeting was supposed to end just in case I'm still on the meeting to really help me be like, okay, I got to go to leave. Like if I need to, you know, if I have an appointment at like two o'clock and I need to leave at one I'll set an alarm for like one Oh five. It's like, okay, it's time to get ready to leave. So if I need to change my clothes, put my shoes on, uh, refill my water, grab a snack, whatever I need to do again, I hit snooze. <laughs> and so it'll alert me 10 minutes later, which is when I would need to leave. So my alarm will go off and be like, okay, you need to leave every day regarding my calendar. I do that. I set the alarms at night. I hope this episode was super helpful. Again, this is a question I get a lot and it's really hard to kind of organize this information. So if you have any questions around this, of course, like I mentioned, my DMS are open to you. I would love to answer any of these questions or go deeper in any of these areas as well. Take what you want, leave the rest and make sure that you find a system that works really well for you regarding your calendar. Amazing. I hope you have an incredible day. I will see you next time. 
Thank you for joining us this week. Before you go, make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you can receive new episodes right when they're released. And if you're enjoying this podcast, I'd love for you to leave us a review in Apple Podcasts. Reviews are one of the major ways that Apple ranks their podcasts. So even though it only takes a few seconds, it really does make a huge difference. Lastly, you can head to my Instagram post today and comment your biggest takeaway from this episode so we can keep the conversation going. Thank you so much for listening and I will see you next time.